Welcome to Music for Life, enhancing the Armstrong concert experience. I'm your host, Ryan Malone. In today's episode, we will preview the new concert season at Armstrong Auditorium for the 2018-19 year, which marks the 20th anniversary of our Performing Arts series. This celebratory season will include encore performances from world-famous artists who have previously appeared in earlier seasons, a boys' choir from Vienna, a brass quintet from Canada, an orchestra from New York, and a ballet from Russia. We also have some exciting new offerings for our audiences this season, from a string trio that defies all genre classifications to a jazz septet performing a tribute to Benny Goodman, and from a Japan-based ensemble peerless in its interpretation of the works of Bach to a China-based orchestra performing an audience favorite. So stick around. This exciting anniversary season preview is coming up next on Music for Life. With this episode, we begin our fourth season of Music for Life. Like last season, the season will continue to enhance the Armstrong concert experience. As our tagline states, our episodes will center around the artists coming to Armstrong Auditorium and the repertoire they're performing, thoroughly exploring these aspects of upcoming concerts to benefit you, the listener, and you, the concert goer. It's quite common for concert halls to provide printed program notes for concert goers, occasionally some will even provide a pre-concert lecture where patrons can enter the hall early and hear about that evening's program. These podcasts will go even more in-depth, and I believe these are really important to the concert experience, going into the event knowing what to expect. That really enhances the beauty of the experience in an incredible way, I believe. Last season, in our season preview, I used this analogy to explain why this is important to the experience. Imagine you're at a public lecture to hear a famous man speak. He's allotted to talk for about two hours. The only thing is this orator speaks a language you don't understand, and you have no translation device. For the most part, you like the sound of the language, and for about 10 to 15 minutes, you could simply relax as you hear the phonations of this foreign tongue wash over your ears. But eventually, you will start to lose interest because those sounds, which don't have much meaning to you, will begin to sound too similar to keep your brain engaged. Your mind will wander. Of course, if the orator has visual aids or if he gestures wildly, jumps up and down, you might leave thinking, wow, I really liked it when he showed that object or made that funny face or started doing jumping jacks in the middle of the lecture. But other than these tangential elements, what he said is still lost on you. And without a translation, the language which he spoke was simply a collection of beautiful sounds that soon blended together in a non-distinct way and communicated very little to you. Since I consider music a language much like any other, I believe this metaphor applies to how most people consume a concert. They want to enjoy it, they want to feel cultured, and yet without a translation, it's just a series of sounds that don't really say too much. They need a translation, and I'd like you to consider this program that translation. Again, we will devote two or three weekly episodes to each upcoming Armstrong concert. A couple of them will discuss the music, and the last one will discuss the artist or performing group. Like last season, I plan to interview the artists for many of these Artist Spotlight programs to get their input on the programs they're bringing here to Edmond, Oklahoma, so they can share firsthand with our audiences what they are most excited about as pertains to their performance. 
So this will be the format for most of the episodes. Throughout the season, there may be the occasional special episode, one that doesn't relate specifically to an upcoming concert. Then, of course, throughout the season, we will air some repeat episodes from the first two seasons where we discussed a more general theme of music history, but those repeats have carefully been selected to relate to the next concert on the series here at Armstrong. I think this will be an exciting exploration of the great music and the great artists who perform here. They will enhance your appreciation for music and music history, even if you can't physically attend any of these events. As I said, for this episode today, I hope to give an overview or a preview of every artist we will be presenting and a preview of some of the fantastic repertoire we will be hearing in this upcoming season. To kick off our season on October 18th, we present an absolutely amazing string trio called Time for Three. I've featured a track from them on this program in the past. Now, what kind of string trio? Classical, folk, jazz? Well, these two violinists and one bassist champion their ability to defy all genre classifications. With an uncommon mix of both virtuosity and showmanship, this trio fuses elements of classical, country, western, gypsy, and jazz idioms that form a blend all of its own. Their self-titled album spent seven consecutive weeks in the top ten of Billboard's classical crossover chart, and their televised premiere on PBS won an Emmy. We are very pleased to open the season with this incredible group. Here's a great example of the many covers they do of popular songs. This is their rendition of Imogen Heap's Hide and Seek.
That was Time for Three, covering Imogen Heap's Hide and Seek in a recording from their 2010 album Three Fervent Travelers. Time for Three will be the opening of the 2018-19 season at Armstrong Auditorium on Thursday, October 18th. Following that, the next concert coming to Armstrong is a repeat appearance of sorts. The world-famous and legendary conductor Gerard Schwartz is returning with his Mozart Orchestra of New York. This touring 45-piece orchestra came a couple of seasons back with a program of the last three Mozart symphonies, but they are coming with a specific feature this time, violin superstar Anne Akiko Myers. Anna Kiko Myers is one of today's most in-demand violinists, performing as guest soloist with the world's top orchestras, presenting groundbreaking recitals, commissioning and performing new music, and releasing best-selling recordings. She has recently released her 37th album. Anne was named Billboard's top-selling traditional classical instrumental soloist in 2014, and her albums have debuted at number one on Billboard classical charts. She will join Maestro Schwartz and his orchestra for an all-Mendelssohn program. The orchestra will be featured in Mendelssohn's Hebrides Overture and his most famous symphony, Symphony No. 4, nicknamed The Italian. But the centerpiece of the program, featuring both violin soloist and orchestra, will be, of course, the Violin Concerto by Felix Mendelssohn. Let's hear the whimsical and delightful third and final movement of this beloved concerto. This particular recording isn't Anna Kiko Myers, rather it's Isaac Stern with the Philadelphia Orchestra under the baton of Eugene Ormandy, but it should nonetheless whet your appetite for this famous piece coming to Armstrong. Thank you. 
listening to Music for Life. I'm your host, Ryan Malone. This is KPCG. In today's episode, we are previewing the upcoming concert season at Armstrong Auditorium for the 2018-19 year. We just heard the exciting third and final movement of the Violin Concerto in E Minor by Felix Mendelssohn in a recording with violinist Isaac Stern with Eugene Ormandy conducting the Philadelphia Orchestra. This concerto will be the featured work in the All Mendelssohn program presented by the Mozart Orchestra of New York under the baton of the legendary conductor Gerard Schwartz. They will team up with the world-renowned violinist Anna Kiko Myers on Thursday, November 1st. Again, this concert season will mark the 20th anniversary of the Armstrong International Cultural Foundation's Performing Arts Series. The series is sponsored by the Philadelphia Church of God, headquartered here in Edmond, Oklahoma. Since 1996, the humanitarian arm of the church had been supporting projects in Amman, Jordan, in collaboration with the Jordanian royal family. But in 1998, 20 years ago, the foundation began a cultural project meant to serve the citizens of its own backyard. 
It was a humble beginning, to say the least. The first events were held in a meeting room within the church's executive office suites in downtown Edmond. But the vision was big, that the series would one day support the arts of Edmond and central Oklahoma by giving monumental cultural experiences to the area. For the next few years, the series continued renting facilities at the University of Central Oklahoma, Edmond North High School, and Oklahoma Christian University in Edmond. Then in 2001, after purchasing 160 acres just north of Edmond city limits, the Philadelphia Church of God opened the doors of its own small private liberal arts institution. In addition to being an educational environment, the college campus would be home to all the cultural activities of the foundation, that humanitarian arm of the church. Until Armstrong Auditorium's completion in 2010, concert events were held in the John Amos Fieldhouse. But now we will be having our ninth season in Armstrong Auditorium. We are pleased to bring back a few famous acts that we had early on in our history. The Vienna Boys Choir will be performing on Tuesday, November 20th. They were the first high-profile name we had on the series back when renting other facilities in Edmond. They were also the first public concert we hosted in the John Amos Fieldhouse when the series resumed on our very own campus. Audiences and critics worldwide have praised the talented singers of the Vienna Boys Choir for their celestial voices, pure tone, irresistible charm, and above all, a wide-ranging repertoire spanning centuries. With a rich history dating back more than 500 years, the Vienna Boys Choir has been associated with many of the world's greatest composers, such as Mozart and Bruckner. Haydn and Schubert were themselves members of the group, Their 2018 program, Vienna Waits for You, will include selections from these famous composers as well as composers of the Imperial Chapel, parts of the choir's Johann Strauss CD, a selection of traditional Viennese songs, plus the song Vienna by Billy Joel. We're going to hear an example of the group singing the most famous waltz by Johann Strauss Jr. by the beautiful Blue Danube.
heard the Vienna Boys Choir singing by the beautiful Blue Danube by Johann Strauss Jr. The world-famous chorus will perform at Armstrong Auditorium Tuesday, November 20th, just two days before the American Thanksgiving holiday. Two weeks later, coming to Armstrong Auditorium on a rare North American tour will be the Bach Collegium Japan, Tuesday, December 4th. This is one of the most respected and adored period ensembles in the world. Period meaning they present music of Bach and other compositions from around that time on traditional instruments or period instruments. Hearing one of these performances live with the gut strings of the fiddle instruments, for example, will be an exquisite trip back in time for your ears. They will be performing works by Bach, Vivaldi, Telemann, and more, including cantatas by Conti and Handel as they team up with English soprano Joanne Lunn. Just to give you an idea of what this group sounds like, I want to play you one of the more famous Bach examples as performed by this acclaimed ensemble. This is the first movement of Bach's Brandenburg Concerto No. 4. Thank you. 
was the first movement of J.S. Bach's Brandenburg Concerto No. 4 in a recording by the Bach Collegium Japan under Masaki Suzuki, arguably the greatest period ensemble of our day. This group, direct from Japan, will be on a rare North American tour and will perform a varied program of Baroque music on Tuesday, December 4th. As stated earlier, this 20th anniversary season at Armstrong features several famous artists who have graced our stage before. Also returning to Armstrong Auditorium this season will be the Russian National Ballet. They will perform Tchaikovsky's classic Swan Lake, which the Russians have done twice before on our stage, but it has been a few years since we presented this, and what's also unique about this is we usually have the Russian ballet for two nights, but this year we have this beloved ballet for one night only. Let's hear the final scene from the ballet. This is a recording of Mikhail Holas conducting the Slovak Philharmonic Orchestra.
Mikhail Holas conducted the Slovak Philharmonic Orchestra in that recording of the final scene from Tchaikovsky's renowned ballet, Swan Lake. On Tuesday, January 29th, the 60-strong company of the Russian National Ballet returns to Armstrong Auditorium for one night only to present this classic production. After the Russian Ballet, we have a jazz offering on Thursday, February 14th. This concert features the world-renowned clarinetist Julian Bliss and his jazz septet. The draw of this event is that Julian's program is a tribute to Benny Goodman, the historic musical giant known as the King of Swing, himself a clarinetist as well. Here is a track from the album Julian Bliss, a tribute to Benny Goodman. This is After You've Gone.
That was After You've Gone from Julian Bliss's Tribute to Benny Goodman album. Julian Bliss and his septet will be performing that tribute to Benny Goodman at Armstrong Auditorium Thursday, February 14th this season. The 2019 side of the 2018-19 season begins with Tchaikovsky's Swan Lake, performed by the Russian National Ballet. And after we break for some jazz with the Julian Bliss Septet, we return to another Tchaikovsky favorite for our next concert. On Sunday, February 24th, the Shanghai Opera Symphony Orchestra is on its first North American tour. Along with them is the pianist Hao Duan Duan. And in addition to Rachmaninoff's gorgeous Second Symphony, this orchestra and pianist are also presenting Tchaikovsky's well-known Piano Concerto No. 1. This is a little bit of that first movement. This is pianist Long Long performing with the Chicago Symphony Orchestra under Daniel Barenboim.
You are listening to Music for Life. I'm your host, Ryan Malone. This is KPCG. In today's episode, we have been previewing the upcoming concert season at Armstrong Auditorium for the 2018-19 year, which marks 20 years of our performing arts series here in Edmond, Oklahoma. More information about the series and how to get tickets can be found at armstrongauditorium.org. You can like Armstrong Auditorium on Facebook, or you can follow it on Twitter at Armstrong Odd. You can also like Music for Life on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter at Music for Life PCG. We will also include information about these upcoming concerts in our show notes on iTunes and SoundCloud. We just heard some of the first movement of Tchaikovsky's well-known Piano Concerto No. 1 to be performed here at Armstrong Sunday, February 24th by the Shanghai Opera Symphony Orchestra with pianist Hao Duan Duan. I didn't have time to play all of that popular movement, but rest assured we plan to explore the exciting aspects of this piece more thoroughly in a later episode as this concert nears. After this performance from the Shanghai Symphony, our next concert will fulfill the world and folk offering for our 20th anniversary anniversary season, we are pleased to present Celtic Knights, an Irish song and dance troupe that's been lauded by the Prime Minister of Ireland for its spectacular fashion of showcasing Irish culture on the world stage. Playing to sold-out audiences across the globe, this tour de force group brings its spectacular performance to Edmund for the first time. Oceans of Hope is their program, and it weaves together the lilting melodies and plaintive lyrics of the rich Celtic heritage, telling the story of families moving across oceans to chase their dreams of liberty, freedom, and peace. Through song, music, dance, and narration, Celtic Nights tells the tale of the epic journey of our ancestors. To conclude today's episode, we will talk about the final performer coming to Armstrong Auditorium in the 2018-19 season, the always entertaining, world-famous Canadian Brass donned in tuxes and tennis shoes. This award-winning ensemble is almost single-handedly responsible for elevating the art of the brass quintet to what it is today. This will be the quintet's fifth appearance on our season, but only the second in Armstrong Auditorium. Like our season-opening group, Time for Three, the Canadian Brass is also renowned for its genre-bending versatility and joyous performances. We'll end the program today by hearing their take on the Rimsky-Korsakov Flight of the Bumblebee, showing off the group's agility, even the tuba's agility. Here is Flight of the Tuba Bee. I hope you enjoy, and I hope to see you soon at Armstrong. Thank you. 
You have been listening to Music for Life, a production of KPCG 101.3 on the FM dial in Edmond, Oklahoma. From the Herbert W. Armstrong College campus, I'm Ryan Malone. Thanks for joining me.